0: Hello, and thanks for listening to the Happy Veils podcast. Today we're going to chat all things venues, what to look for, what questions to ask, fees, and more. I always tell my couples that you'll know when you've found the right venue. It'll feel magical when you go for the tour and you'll just have a gut feeling that says, yes, this is the one. With that being said, I highly recommend that you do a little bit of research before you even start your venue search. Every area is so different as far as pricing goes. So if you're planning a wedding in Boone versus Asheville versus Florida or California, the prices are going to be so very different. So being able to go into your wedding destination search with a baseline of, okay, we're looking at an average budget of $40,000 and venues are anywhere between $5,000 and $15,000. This knowledge will go so far. As a wedding planner, I wanted to answer the question first of, do I book the venue or the planner first? Yeah, in a perfect world, you'd have your wedding planner first, they come with you to look at all the venues, they can review the contracts, they can make sure it aligns with your budget, and they're just a great resource from the very beginning. However, I know that's not always realistic or you may not have a budget for a full service wedding planner. So if that's the case, then again, going back to that research where you've got this great foundation to start with. But then later on, if you want to hire a planner, just know you may not be able to find the exact planner that you had hoped for due to their availability. Uh, They already have weddings booked. So if that is something you book after your venue, just keep that in mind. I may be a little biased, but I always suggest booking your wedding planner first. Again, just to kind of help you through the whole process of finding a venue that fits your needs, fits your budget, they can let you know about any hidden fees or additional costs, and anything important you may need to know. So anytime you're able to book the wedding planner first, I highly recommend doing so. Okay, so you've done your research, you found the area you're set on, and it aligns with your budget, now it's time to start looking for venues. Google, The Knot, social media are all great resources for finding venues in that area you've chosen. Once you've found a handful that you like, get some basic info from them. So price, obviously, number one. Capacity. Can it hold my 200 guests? Can I do everything I wanted here or is it only a ceremony space? Sometimes you can only do a ceremony and then you have to find a separate location for your reception. So asking those main questions is going to weed out some of the venues that just won't fit. Another thing to keep in mind is availability. So if you are going in looking for a very specific date, maybe it's a parent's anniversary or your dating anniversary or something, it's going to be super helpful, first of all, to go in with an open mind as far as availability goes. Um, but just you know, keep in mind. Venues are booking 12 to 18 months in advance, so they may or may not have that specific date you're looking for. Up here in the mountains, we book Saturdays in October 1st. So if you're nine months out and you're like, oh, I want a Saturday in October, it's probably not going to happen. That's our prime wedding season and of course everyone wants to get married in front of the beautiful fall foliage so obviously it's the first to go. So being able to go in with an open mind is already so helpful just because it does give you more options and doesn't restrict you even further. After you've narrowed down your top three to five choices it's time to schedule a tour. While you're on these tours, they're going to great detail regarding everything about their venue. So they're going to talk about the rental period. They're going to talk about fees, vendors, what the space offers, etc. But in case they do not, let's go over some questions to add to your list. The first question is, how long is my rental period? You may only get the venue from noon to 5 p.m. on the day of your wedding, and if that's the case, it's going to be really hard to squeeze in everything during that time frame. So ask how long the rental period is. What does that look like? When can we get in to start decorating or start hair and makeup? When do we have to be cleaned up, packed up, and out of the venue? Are we responsible for cleaning up, or is that covered by the venue? Can we leave things here overnight or does it have to be out by the end of the day? Uh, Some of these questions are going to be helpful, especially when it comes to rental items and delivery and pickup times. So keep that in the back of your mind as well. All those little questions will help you prepare and say, okay, we really need somebody to do our setup and then take down at the end of the night because we're going to be tired. We want to go home and enjoy the rest of our wedding night together and all those good things. So, having someone to take care of that for you is going to be huge. All of this goes back to having a planner because they would take care of that for you. This brings me to my next important question to ask, which is regarding vendors. Do they require a planner or coordinator? Is there one in-house that you're required to use and book if you reserve that venue? If so, how much do their services cost? Are there other required vendors including catering, photo, film, etc.? If they do require that you pull from a list, get that list ahead of time so you can get quotes from those vendors for their services. It may be that they're all super expensive and so ultimately if you book that venue, those vendors aren't going to be in your budget, so it's nice to know that ahead of time too. I was talking to a bride recently, and her venue makes you pick from a very short and specific list. And if you bring in any outside vendors, you get charged as the couple. So it was going to be another 200 300 dollars just to bring me in as the coordinator. So she ultimately decided to pick from that list that the venue provided because of all the extra fees that would have incurred. So keep that in mind with any venue that requires certain vendors. Most of the venues, up here at least, are pretty flexible. They have a recommendation sheet they can give you, but typically you're not limited to just that. Mind you, there's some venues up here that have caterers that you have to pick from because typically they're in-house. So if that's the case, ask how much it costs per head or what am I required to spend from that caterer? Because that's also going to be on top of the venue price itself. So ultimately, it's just another factor to consider when you're budgeting overall. This goes to say, it is a very important question to ask, what does my total look like for this date, and what all does that include? Sometimes they'll say our venue is $9,000, but what does that mean? Does that 9000 include sales tax, corking fees, uh, associated with the alcohol, does it include insurance, tables, chairs, decor, tablecloths, anything? Because most of the time they either have really nice farm tables or they're just the plastic table. So then you're responsible for bringing in tablecloths. So again, if it's the plastic, you'll have to bring those in yourself, which is another fee. Decor items are typically also brought in from the couple. So usually venues don't have that on hand. So you'll be either renting or purchasing those. So whatever you have in mind as far as decor goes or your tablescapes, just be mindful that the venue probably doesn't have those on hand, so you'll likely be bringing those in. Something else to consider is rehearsals. Does this $9,000 include a rehearsal time the day before? A lot of venues up here are fully booked, so they may have weddings Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, so that kind of takes away the opportunity for you to have a rehearsal and then a dinner at the venue itself, but usually they at least let you practice your ceremony. Things add up so quickly, and I don't think it's in the forefront of your mind when you're looking at venues, but these questions are so important because if you're booking this very specific venue, it may not be that $9,000 price. It may be $9,000 plus $105 a head for catering, plus $500 for the in-house planner, plus this, plus that. So it's just super helpful to know, okay, I need to ask these questions before I decide on anything. Moving on to lodging. We have a lot of couples come and make this their destination wedding location. So ask about lodging. Sometimes a venue will have on-site lodging and may even require you book it for a nightly minimum. So if lodging is important to you or you do have a lot of -of out-of-town guests coming, definitely ask about those options or what's nearby. With that is transportation. Does transportation come out to this venue or are the roads too curvy that a 40-foot van physically cannot come up to the venue? You also need to ask about parking because, again, if you do have out-of-town guests coming, you'll need lots of space for them to park their vehicles. So ask if there's parking and see how big of a space it is. My next question I would ask is, what is or is not allowed as far as decor goes? Uh, Are real candles allowed, if that's part of your vibe? Do they allow sparkler exit if that's something you've had your heart set on? Can I hang things from the wall? Can I alter the venue in any way or is that not allowed? So whatever it is, if you've got a specific vision in mind or you're wanting to wrap greenery around the beams or hang flowers from the ceiling, ask those questions ahead of time because some venues are very strict and don't allow anything like that. Just keep in mind, they want this day to be a reflection of you. And if you're feeling like, wow, I can't have this, or I can't do that, or they don't allow this, or we only have the venue from this time to this time, or whatever it is, maybe make a pros and cons list for each venue because I promise you they do blend together if you're looking at several. So keep a list after every single tour. Write down what you like, write down what you didn't like, and Ultimately, that will also help whenever it comes time to decide which venue to go with. Unfortunately, sometimes it does come down to, gosh, the parking lot is just not big enough to hold all my guests' vehicles or this in-house caterer is $150 a person and it's going to be $50,000 by the time everything is said and done or, you know, whatever it is. So ultimately, if you're kind of between a couple different venues, just look at that list. And you'll know which way works the best as far as the looks go, as far as the budget goes. Whatever it is you're going for, it'll be super helpful. Another useful tip before going into any of these venues is to have a priority list. So maybe your top priority is I want to be in nature or have a mountain view. Maybe your second priority is I want to have flexibility to bring my own vendors because I already have my photographer friend who's willing to do my wedding or I already have a friend who's a DJ and they want to be part of our day, whatever it is, you know, having that flexibility is maybe a huge priority. Um, Then, of course, if another priority is being able to get ready on site, make sure the venue has that. So do they have a styling suite for, you know, both sides of the wedding party? If they don't, You know, maybe you find an Airbnb or something off site if half the wedding party can be ready at the venue and the other half can at least be close by. So if you kind of already have these priorities, you can kind of understand going into the venue and these tours with your priorities. That will be super helpful. Also, if you live out of state, see if they can do a virtual tour for you. I know a lot of times we do that because, you know, people may live in Florida or just not close enough to be able to make a day trip uh, to come see these venues in person. So having that virtual tour ahead of time will already kind of give you a better idea of what the venue has to offer, uh, but you still get all of that great information the venue has before you decide to go either in person to see it or decide to maybe go a different route. So kind of circling back. Make a list of all of these questions before you go and tour these venues. Again, they're very good about sharing information during these tours anyways, but in case they don't cover certain things, at least you'll have some kind of background knowledge of questions to ask or things that may be important to you that they don't cover. So I hope this information was helpful and provides you with more confidence when it comes time to start searching for venues. Good luck happy planning and I hope that you find your dream wedding venue next time on the show we're going to be talking about five tips to help you plan your dream wedding thanks for listening to the happy veils podcast